everybody. Welcome to the Generation Freedom Podcast. I'm Nady. I'm your host. I'm a licensed professional counselor in Houston, Texas. And on this podcast, we talk about all things mental health, life balance, wellness, and relationships so that we can explore things and become the best version of ourselves that we've ever, ever been. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. Please know that the content on this platform is not intended to be a substitute for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional, but I do hope that you enjoy the podcast and learn from it. Okay, so let's jump into it today. I want to talk all about bedtime today in my in my family uh, my mother's side of the family specifically and many of my clients and friends do not sleep well I don't really have a big issue with sleep I'm more like my dad in that I can just close my eyes and fall asleep at will (laughs) at any given time I'm going to sleep as long as I've decided to go to sleep I'm going But I know life is not like that for everyone, so I want to talk about getting to sleep easier. I don't play about my sleep, and I know a lot of other people don't play about their sleep, but at the same time, it's just really hard for some people to get enough of it. Whether it's falling asleep easily, or even if you can fall asleep easily, some people have issues staying asleep. That's a really big deal, too. So we're going to talk today about this topic because I... I end up talking about it a lot with my one-on-one clients and it came up a lot recently for some reason. It was several different people going through the same issues with sleep. I have the hack. I have the official hack, the only thing you're going to need. I have the fix, if you will, (laughs) that I hope will save you a lot of sleepless nights here for, for me and in my experience, as well as some trial and error with clients of mine, I have found that the best cure for a lack of sleep is a bedtime routine. What does that mean? A routine that comes down to maybe three to five things you do in the same order every night as a ritual every time it's time to go to bed. And once they become a habit, your brain will start to recognize that sleep is about to happen. Let's get into it. Let me teach you how to do it. So my way of coming up with bedtime routines, I always suggest choosing sensory activities to do before bed. Three to five sensory activities. When I say sensory, I mean something that has to do with taste, touch, smell, hearing, or seeing. So some examples of that would be like for touch, for example, it could be taking a shower because of your skin, the water on your skin, that sensation, or using uh, lotion or body cream at night and lotioning yourself at nighttime. Uh, That could be sort of a combo with uh, smell as well as touch, but you get the idea. Taste, something like drinking hot tea at night or having uh, a mint before you go to bed or a small piece of candy. Smell could be something like using essential oils in a diffuser or using essential oils or um, or a pillow spray on your pillow or rubbing oils in your hands. Something for hearing could be the playing ocean sounds or playing relaxing music or 
playing meditation uh, recordings. I tend to listen to ASMR lately. <laughs> of late, I've been listening to a lot of ASMR and watching a lot of ASMR to fall asleep to. That kind of plays into sight and sound. I don't know if you're an ASMR fan, but let me know. If you are, hit me in the DMs, hashtag ASMR fan, if you are, and it'll be it'll be our little inside joke because I'm all over it. And then for sight, that could be doing something like reading or a crossword puzzle or a Sudoku puzzle or something like that. Okay, so those are just examples of different sensory activities you can do. Let's put this together with the idea of a routine. Some of the things that I mentioned overlap, like I said, and you can incorporate more than one sensory experience with the other. So I'll give you an example of the way my routine works and then we'll see if we can come up with one for you. So for me, my normal night routine is lavender oil. I use lavender oil on my hands and on my pillow and I'll play some, uh, it was meditation music for a long, long time and rainstorms and sounds like that for a long time, but lately it's been the ASMR videos. So I'll prop up my iPad and turn on some type of ASMR video. And usually I drink a sleepy time tea. Y'all know the sleepy time with the little bear. The There's like a honey version and a chamomile version and then the regular sleepy time version. Those are my jam. You know what I'm talking about. So those are kind of my three steps. Lavender oil, some kind of music or video, and some tea. I've recently also started reading a little bit before bed too, um, but I haven't gotten super consistent with that. So I'll say those three are really the main ones. So whatever activity sounds the most relaxing to you when it comes to your senses, try to do those. And the trick is to do them in the same order every night. And again, I just wanna emphasize that the sensory activity is super important that you really want it to be one of these things that you see, hear, smell, touch, because the associations that our brain makes with our senses is so strong. Like think about when you smell something that takes you back to your childhood. You immediately smell something and it reminds you of your grandma and you can see yourself standing and you can see yourself standing in that exact place in that exact room at that time and it brings you all the way back just from a smell or you know how black folks hear a song and that just the the beat drops at the very beginning and it reminds the and takes them way back to college days or, or whatever, right? Senses are very, very strong methods. So if you can get your brain to make those connections and build that habit for you, it's going to be so natural to fall asleep, you won't even believe. Even for me, when the lavender oil thing that I do so often, it's like now if I like smell lavender just out in the world, if I smell some tea or some something, like if I smell it, I'm like, like, <laughs> like I'm like, Ugh, is it nap time? Like, what's going on here? Literally, lavender oil takes me smooth out because if I smell it... I'm literally already there. I'm already in bed picturing it. So I'm telling you, you don't have to believe me. Just try it and you will see how powerful the senses can be. So back to the routine. Think of a few of those sensory activities that you'd like to try. Only three to five. You don't need to do too, too much or get too, too crazy with it because you want it to be simple and easy to remember as well as easy to repeat. Just a couple tips and tricks for you, though, if you are one of those people that does wake up in the middle of the night. So let's say you've started the routine 
or you already sort of fall asleep pretty easily and that's not so much your problem. If you don't really have the issue of falling asleep, let's say you get up and you wake up in the middle of the night. I suggest if you wake up, you get up and get out of the bed. So walk around the house, do something, wash a dish, kind of piddle around a little bit. Give it 10 or 15 minutes and see if you get sleeping and then lay back down. I recommend that you don't lie in bed and just lie awake in bed for too long because let's say it takes an hour or so for you to fall back asleep. That starts to become the association your brain makes with the bed that it's awake time. So if you stay up and, and lie up in bed a lot, it's difficult for your body to recognize and only associate the bed with sleep. It thinks that it can do lots of things in bed, not just sleep. It can be up, it can read, it can stare, it can think. If you are if you wake up, definitely stand up and get out of the bed, get out of the bed and move around a little bit. And then try to only go to bed to use the bed to sleep. That's that's a tip number 2. So if you are wanting to read a little bit before you go to sleep or you do want to watch some shows and you kind of like watching TV before you shut everything down, I would suggest you do it on the couch or elsewhere in the house and not in the bed. If you're a person that has trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, do your activities outside of bed so that you have to, once you get sleepy, get up and then get in the bed. And there, so that they're two separate places. This will help with your brain and the neurological such and suches and all the synapses and the connections. Making that connection with sleep is only, is blah, 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 making that connection that the bed is only for sleep. So that's it. That's my hack for getting to sleep. So just to recap, I want you to make a nighttime bedtime routine and that routine should consist of three to five sensory activities that are very relaxing for you to go for you to repeat over and over every night to help you fall asleep and then for those of you that have difficulty falling asleep in bed I suggest doing anything that is not sleep outside of the bed maybe sex you can have sex in the bed if you like but other than that, no TV, no books, no puzzles, no work from the bed. Do it somewhere else. No homework. Do it somewhere else in the house. And then if you are one of those people that stays up or wakes up and stays up for a long time, get up out of the bed, do some things around the house, get busy for 10 or 15 minutes, and then come back and try to fall asleep again. And when you try to fall asleep again, use your sensory things. Turn your ocean sounds back on, make yourself another cup of tea, whatever you whatever you have on your routines list. Put those, do those things again in order and see if you can fall to sleep easier. Let me know, okay? Super, super, super grateful for you being here and listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoy. I'm having fun mixing and matching and sort of transitioning 
some um, old content that I got good feedback on into podcast form. So I really hope you enjoy and you come back again and listen with us again. So if you can give us some feedback and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or leave a comment on the show notes page and let us know what your thoughts are and what you'd like to see in the future. All right, I'll see you next time. Bye for now.